This video yeah. from 1996 looks goddamn good. And when I first saw it, it's definitely um, been remastered though. Like they, they cleaned it up. That's not the, they cleaned it up, thing. but you still, you can only, you can only fucking polish a turd so much, Joe, you know, That's like exactly right. it's still very clearly 1996, but it's a really weird video. Cause it's one of the first ones I've ever really ever seen besides ancient cave paintings that looks just straight up like Saturn. So it looks like a traditional UFO made of light with like a ring around it. But obviously everybody knows who's Pocket seen Saturn through a telescope, maybe in one of them, a couple, a bunch of times, you need a fucking telescope to see Saturn, no matter what goddamn year it is, where on earth you are to mm -hmm. see the rings on Saturn. You need to have a serious telescope. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone, and a special welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. We're the Basement Boys coming live from the basement again. My birthday is soon, and that's Joe. Joe, what's up? Nanu, Nanu, live long and prosper. We're once again. I once again ask you to talk about UFOs and UAPs, Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. That's right, folks. We're back updating you on our most hot topic of all time. I'm not talking about the beautiful store. I'm talking about unidentified aerial phenomena slash flying objects. And we haven't done a pod on this in a while, even though it is our bread and butter, as it were. But this time, we're, we're hot on the heels of a uh, news story that... Surprisingly, this time doesn't involve the U.S. government, but that might be sprinkled in there a little bit. In fact, you have to go south of the Ecuador to Brazil to learn about our UFOs today, which I think is a woefully untapped, you know, identification and information source on this podcast. We haven't really talked about UFO sightings in other nations, and we're going to do a deep dive today because this news is coming out this week, Dylan. What is it we're talking about? Yeah, so what we're talking about is very specifically in June of this year, not June of last year, not June of 1947, not June of next year, June of 2022 in the year of our Lord Jesus Savior Christ. Yeah, the summer we just passed by. The Brazilian Senate held a five-hour, not a four-hour, not a three-hour, not a 69-hour, five-hour okay. hearing on UFO slash UAPs. And with that came a release by the Brazilian government of a bunch of videos that were analyzed at that time. So basically imagine you've got Jeffrey Dahmer on trial in the courtroom and they're playing videos of, of him, um, you know, doing his thing. And they did the same thing with all of these, with a select eight videos, eight, only eight videos that they said, we actually have absolutely no fucking goddamn clue what these are. We've had a butt fucking load of experts take a look at these yeah. and they say it's fucked. Yeah, and we're going to talk about those videos today because no one else is talking about them right now. This just fucking happened. 
And uh, right now we're all in, you know, U.S. Navy, Nimitz Carrier Group, fucking San Diego, fucking goddamn. Well, that's what I mean. That's a new Virginia a newer Beach. idea of actual governments admitting that they have no idea what these things are happening and also admitting that they are real and releasing this footage. It seems like Brazil is the next in line uh, to do this. Yeah, exactly. Brazil, we'll do another one on Mexico, but Brazil yeah. and Mexico have been fucked for a very long time, but they don't get the media's attention because quite frankly, it's so freaking abundant there and constant that it's just getting out of control. And they finally acknowledge this publicly that, all right, guys, we know that the residents of Virginia in Mex and sorry, in Brazil <laughs> are, are very much onto this and they they say this is a thing there's a whole documentary that just got released this year on amazon about this yeah. um and uh you guys aren't you guys aren't as crazy as everyone's been saying for the past 80 years it's all real <laughs> the town's called virginia <laughs> did you not pick up on that when i sent you 400 text messages about it <laughs> but i pronounce it Vagina. I didn't even put it together. That if you, hey, let's take a look at that vagina. Can you can you take a look at the text messages I sent you? Me and Joe were talking about this because I was like, what should we name this episode? Um, uh, well, unlike you, I'm good at pronouncing. We already talked about this last time we hung out. I'm good at pronouncing the shit the way it's supposed to be. So my mind doesn't even accidentally go to the Americanized so, version of saying it. So I didn't even put it together. Oh, this is great. I thought that maybe you'd maybe look, dude, I'm, I'm, in fact, guilty. it might even be, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm guilty Vargina. of never, I'm never of, I'm never not guilty of pronouncing um, it like, the most American way possible. Nope, not that. Um, I'm really bad at correlation and picking up on clues and saying this is this or whatever it is. Okay. I never pegged you for that, and you've never been wrong. So um, <laughs> I said, uh, just so everyone knows, me and Joe were texting about this, about what should we name this episode, and I thought right off the bat you'd get Landing it. Phase. Right off the fucking bat. I said, oh, and Brazil UFO on Wikipedia, blah, blah, and oh, it's I all... And it's all in Vargina, Brazil. I got it by the end of it, but even then, I didn't get the name. Like you could have said, you could have said Boston. You could have said Boston, and I would have been like, I get it. He's talking about getting up in there, but I didn't put it together that the name of the city is also the thing you're talking about. Like you could have said New York, and I'd be like, oh, I get it. You got the vagina reference. I, I, though, right? I got that, but I didn't oh even put it together. God. The, the I name. That's what you were saying. No, I got that part, but I wasn't getting that the name is literally the word vagina. I didn't get oh, that part at that's all. That's great. Totally yeah, went past me. Okay, because my first my first thought of naming the episode, I just want everyone to hear this, because they'll yeah, by the time yeah. they're listening to this, they'll know what the name is. Right. We won't, but they will. But right now it's Vargina Intrusion. Intrusion. Yeah. Inside Vargina, UFO declassified. Yeah. Inside, in and around Vargina, UFO exposure. I was like, if you don't get it by then, I can't fucking help you, man. Like, no, I was about to text you back. We should call it all up in them guts UFO exposure. But I did not put it together the fact that it was Vargina is or Vargina, Vargina, whatever you want to call it is. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Well, now I got to know what it is. But but yeah, that's hilarious. That's just how how oblivious I was to the actual pronunciation that I was like, oh, yeah, it's that V town. Even that I should know. V yep. <laughs> Come on, Joe. The town. <laughs> it starts with a V and ends in Ina. It's it's not penis. It is not. So um yeah, so about this uh 
about a couple things. Um, oh, before I, I get there, I just I want to honorable mention that um, last week the global population of the world hit eight billion people. Did you know that? We hit eight billion. Yeah, I do know about that. Yeah, how cool is that? We hit eight billion, and in our lifetime, it's gone up two billion. That's pretty nuts, right? That's a lot of fucking people. When like, we were born, it was six around little, I think a little under six billion, and now it's at eight billion, which means within the last 30 years, it is increased. I mean, if you look at the population chart of the world, I don't quote me on this exactly, but like in the year 1900, it was like two billion. <laughs> within a hundred years, it's quadruple. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, dude. 1804, one billion. 1927, two billion. Okay, 1960 so where you know like a lot of our parents were born around like mine were mm-hmm. um three billion 1974 four billion 1987 five billion that's around when we we're born it's like a billion every decade 1999 six billion 2011 seven billion and today eight fucking billion goddamn Insane. humans on this earth so i was pretty close without even looking that up just from you know, that's you know, so many fucking people dude i mean yeah, it's a billion every 10 years. I mean, that's, I know what people are worried about overpopulation and sustainability, but I mean, a billion people every 10 years is, it can't be sustainable, right? It's, it's so bad. It can't be sustainable. Before 1840 or whatever, there wasn't even a billion people on earth ever. There was never a time. There was only, there was 900, ups and downs. only 900 million. Yeah. <laughs> only 900 million people that's only. It. That's it. That's it. And to think out of all 8 billion people, only one of them is God's silliest goose. <laughs> Don't know if you know that. There's only can be one. There can be only one. It's like the Highlander. Yeah, it can only be one God's silliest goose. So, yeah. So, we're going to talk about today the most recent uh, developments on the Brazilian, because there's 8 Brazilian people in the world. <laughs> I was going to try to see how long I could not do it. I have to do it right now. I will stop it now, but I mean, I just love that pun. Give me that pun. Yeah, nailed it, dude. Um, yeah. I'm going to start it off here because um, even though I I actually was sent the video by our hottest resident, Dom, he said, you might want to check this out. And I was God, like, I he's know so like hot. see this, sent it to Dylan. And then we decided we should talk about it now because we haven't talked about UFOs. And we did like an update or two in the past year, but we haven't really done a designated episode on the State of the Union, which is one of our podcast's biggest uh, touchstones, I think, which is the, uh, our friends from outside the planet. Yeah, exactly. So let's give you guys a quick, uh, quick update. This is your yeah, first time on. listening to, to the, uh, the Basement podcast. There's only one Welcome. Basement podcast. Welcome. Uh, we were founded on the, UF, on the UFO topic. Um, oh, it was yeah. once called back in the day, uh, approaching two years, actually two years. Exactly. We passed two years. I think we are yeah. past two years. Episode one over two years ago was we were asking the question was Jesus Christ an alien. So in fact, we didn't even ask the question. We stated the fact, stated the fact that he is probably an alien. So, um, <laughs> And we've had other UFO episodes. We are founded on the extra paranormal. That's a fun mm-hmm. phrase that I just made up. I like and it very much. Lock that up. Lock that yep. Up. We're going to trademark the extra paranormal Dylan Joe Basin podcast. Um, you can find AP. more information on our newly released website. 
we yes, just our new finally is up. It's have up been uh, basically edging all of you guys about oh, yeah. our website because like like there's it. been constantly website changes and pre-releases, pre-pre-pre-releases and pre-com as it were. Yeah, exactly. So djbasinpodcast.com, check it out. We'll have merch up there, whatever you guys want. It's all going to be good. So we are going to um, have some merch. The whole fucking yeah, point of this whole goddamn speech was that we talk about aliens sometimes. We so um, hence the glasses. I don't know if you picked up on that. If you're not, if you're in the car, I'm wearing alien glasses. <clears throat> so I'm also wearing a bomber jacket because that has a lot to do with what we're going to talk about right now. So mm-hmm. As described earlier, in June of this year, the Brazilian Senate, a bunch of fucking Brazilian dudes, held a five-hour hearing on UAPs. And there was a Brazilian of them. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) There was. And they put eight videos out there that said, we have filtered through a lot of these. Here's fucking eight of them. We got to talk about this for five hours. Me and Joe are going to talk about it for less than five. Right. So, But close to it. Pretty close to five. Um, yeah. You'll know how long the episode is. You're watching it right now. So you know how long it is. But I think that it's something to note, which is what happened in our other UAP episode, is that this isn't just another story from a random individual. I mean, obviously, everyone's story is important to them. And it's their truth, as we know. But these are, you know, international governments talking about this stuff like, this is this has gone through a lot of filters and there's tons of brains involved and they're like hey we don't know what's going on here we're trying to figure it out and they're having you know congressional hearings about it this is a little bit more than your friend whose cousin's cousin said he saw a blue light at midnight you know this is pretty heavy shit this is heavy shit and i want to start off before we get into those eight videos by something someone on reddit said in regards to releasing these videos this person whose Reddit name is no quote. That's what it, their name is. Nice. So don't solid quote them name. on that. Don't quote them on that. Said, I lived in the city of Varginha in the state of Minas Gerais. Minas and the people Florida. there really do believe in UFOs. Everything is alien themed in the city. The cobblestone has UFO prints and the bus <laughs> stops are in the shape of UFOs as well. I have sounds like they're air- Roswell. It does. And they have a small alien souvenir from there as well. And they also mentioned that the new documentary on the Vargina case called Moment of Contact was incredible. I never knew so many witnesses to the creature and the event. And moment and of contact. You go on, you, you, I got I gotta share the audio on how we say this. We gotta figure out how to say this. We're yep. about to say it a hundred times. All right, guys, it looks exactly like vagina. I see no difference. <laughs> how do I Sorry. Say it? It's via right, so it's how I say it. Vargina. It's V-A-R-G-I-N-H-A. Well, let's go. Yes. This is quoting C Say Learn how to pronounce the cities of the world. Varginha. Okay. That's not right. Vargin. I have a feeling. Did you put it in Portuguese, Joe, or did you put this in something else? No, I put it. I put it under how to pronounce the cities of the world, but it's already wrong because it's a computer. And they said there's they said no Jin. way it's Varginha. They said Jin, which is not true. Because yeah, because they say Heen. Yeah, or they would say Jean Varhina. You know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna have to ask a, a Brazilian person. This is the only way to do it. Yeah. Do you have any right now? Um, no. But do you think there's any in Marlboro? 
Yeah, I do. Or maybe you can ask one of them. Anyone who speaks Portuguese, please comment how we say Varjina. It's my guess. I'm going to call it Varjina. Varjina, because that's what Google just told us. But then you I know, said Varjina. Cities of the world. Varjina. Varjina. That's a real Texas way of saying that. I, I at Varginha. least know that the I has an E sound and the A has an A sound. So I'm really on the, on the fence of whether the H is going to do anything there. But uh, you, you know what? You say however you want. Let's just put it that way. I, just, I, had, to, I had to know what they thought it was going to be before we kept going on. And now I'm severely disappointed. And I'm, I'm sorry for stopping the podcast about it. No, it's okay. No, I appreciate it. So this, the, uh, a lot of this centers around Varginha um, in Brazil. And um, for those of you who want more information, post this podcast, that documentary called Moment of Contact, three ninety nine on Amazon. I fucking can't wait to watch it. Oh, yeah. And it was released this year. It's not bullshit. People are fucking wicked hard about it. So, um, so all right. So we've got video number one so when the brazilian government and their senate had their situation they sat down a courtroom like they had a prosecutor and a defense attorney basically situation and went over this type of thing and they said video one du quoi de coxias in brazil in 1996 on april 3rd there's a what the coolest thing about these videos joe is that most of them are pretty goddamn good. Like the quality yeah. is good. Yeah, I'm quality super, is I'm good. shocked because like I was yeah. like, oh, 1996. Compelling. 1996, blow me is what I say. Right. I think that they're going to be. That's later than most of the videos you'd see from like 1977 with this. Like they have the first camcorder where it weighs as much as a Buick on your shoulder. I mean, that's not. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you think like 90, like right now, like there's videos of people on their Samsung S600 fucking 25 that look like complete shit. And you're like, it's 20. Come on, guys. This video yeah. from 1996 looks goddamn good. And when I first saw it. It's definitely um, been remastered, though. Like they, they cleaned it up. That's not the They cleaned it up, thing. but you still you can only you can only fucking polish a turd so much, Joe. You know, That's like exactly right. It's still very clearly 1996. But it's a really weird video because it's one of the first ones I've ever really ever seen besides ancient cave paintings that looks just straight up like Saturn. So it looks like a traditional UFO made of light with like a ring around it. But obviously everybody knows who's Pocket seen Saturn through a telescope, maybe in one of them a couple bunch of times. You need a fucking telescope to see Saturn, no matter what goddamn year it is, where on earth you are to see the rings on Saturn. You need to have a serious telescope. Yeah. So it's I not mean, people Saturn. say that um, Galileo's telescope is the first time people saw Saturn. Not true. Mm -hmm. His telescope, he could see the moons of Saturn. But before that, you could see the, the rings of Saturn with a telescope, just not the mm -hmm. extra good Galileo moons. telescope. I mean, one of the biggest things he did wasn't just observing the celestial bodies. It was inventing a better telescope so he could see more shit. That's, people have that lost on there because a lot of people during his time believe the same as he did they just couldn't see it so he's like all right let's figure out a way to see this thing um wow but but you're absolutely right you really cannot see the rings of saturn without a telescope it's just no way how good yeah. your eyes are you need a, a, a you need it in, it in north america you have to see it during like winter time because the air is clearer and it's saturn's closer to us in the winter mm -hmm. so um so i'm glad we cleared that up joe um me too but this thing is moving as well saturn ain't fucking moving and well uh, relatively it is well moving. you know what i mean yeah exactly so <laughs> um it's definitely moving but 
not at this speed He's not, not going across the sky like this like this no, thing is no, it's no. pretty crazy so and it's like a real wild relatively video. close it is too i mean planets could even if planets move that fast you could still tell through calculations and relativity that they're moving that fast far away this thing is moving fast close this is not you know light years away this is right yeah about, yeah right exactly our, our vargina as it were Vargina, yeah. And even if it was a flaming bag of fucking dog shit floating through the air, which it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't do that. And you wouldn't get that consistent ring around it like rings of Saturn. Weird mm-hmm. video. And the Brazilian government said, uh, We have no idea what this is. No say. No say. I don't know if that's Portuguese, but in Spanish, it would be no say. Yeah, no, but I definitely don't know Portuguese. So, um, yeah, it's pretty wild. So it's the first video that they said, they said, here it is. And this is it like a hurricane. We've analyzed it. It's not fake. And, um, your guess is as good as ours on the video too. Bold. Mm -hmm. Joe, do you have video two on the, the list there? I do. Uh, video two consists of this. It's January 1999 in Capao Redondo. Kind of sounds like Redondo Beach, LA. Mm, it does, yeah. Alan Bruno de Oliveira is interviewed saying he didn't believe it. That's without an I. He said that this couldn't be with an E. This must be translated. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. couldn't, like could dentist. Couldn't be. The video shows some weird ass orb about the size of a basketball glowing all around the courtyard. Alan can't explain what it is or how it moved like that. And this is another one of those videos where it's just, it's not just like a star in the sky where it kind of looks closer. It's glowing. It's, it's the movement and the, the, like the commentary in real time. That really is a freaky. It's an really unexplainable, like freakiness <clears throat> of the video. You know, it's one of those things that kind of strikes you. Yeah, it is. And it's weird because this is this is when um, we'll get into this as we move on because the story builds and thickens. But this is a a fucking glowing orb like in a courtyard. Like it's it's Brazil, dense city, clearly because it's in Ubatuba, Brazil. Everyone knows everyone knows about Ubatuba, Brazil. It's a dense city and um so many great and it's like an orb floating through like you're looking down off a balcony of a hotel into like a basketball court like this like thing is like kind of just like moving around randomly and it's uh it's like a glowing perfect circle and when you get into the some of the interviews of the brazilian senate people and the military guys they classify different types of ufos and specifically orbs is one of them so we think that orbs are almost like probes Mm. um oh you think that do i think that you said we we um, be careful on that we as in the brazilian government oh okay yeah we the people. <laughs> me and them together create okay, one yeah. thesis on all of this <laughs> we talked i don't know because i think that we have a similar idea about ghosts and cameras with their circles and part of photography and light refraction yeah, that happens a lot. You but, saw this video, my friend. I they're the, uh, they're not looking through the camera. They're looking hey. with their fucking eyes. Yeah, but we're looking through the camera. Uh, but no, I'm not trying to shit on it. I'm just saying that uh, I don't. I would be careful with the we, the royal we. It could be you and the people of um, Ubatuba. <clears throat> and the Ubatuba people do not know about one thing because this this came later. It was very 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 rare. But look, I think it's a fucking alien. We know this. 
you don't. But there is a thing called ball the lightning. Pod. There is a thing called ball lightning that we talked about before and is the only thing that can do that. Mm-hmm. And it does move in a similar way. So my first thought is ball lightning. That is the only thing that can do that to the naked eye that we know about. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But this is oh shit wait about. sorry that video was kappa redondo next one's ubatuba i can't read yeah no that was redondo yeah but we're going to yeah. ubatuba next uh, for sure yeah yeah we sure are yep ubatuba <laughs> i can love uh, that place. but yeah for the pot I mean, for you mostly i'm gonna try to get as much of these as i can and throw them up just so people can have a visual cue um, yeah while we're watching because you know this podcast is a visual podcast but of course we're going to describe it to you folks uh, you know what, what we're looking at here it's a visual podcast that becomes audible that's what we always mm-hmm. say it's visual so, you don't have to watch it if you don't want to yeah, you can feel it. Exactly. You don't even have to listen to it if you don't want to. You can just put it on your chest and sleep and it just absorb through your uh, through your sternum into your bloodstream and you just become part of you. Yeah, if you uh, put the YouTube video on your phone and hit play and then mute it and then sleep on it, you'll absorb the whole thing. Yeah, that way you don't have just to like when you sleep on a book. Voices. You can read the book without having to read the book if you sleep on a book in your pillow. Is that true? Because I heard about that for the phone thing, but I thought for the book you had to rip the pages off and you had to... Um, uh, one smoking. at a time uh well yeah smoking them is faster but i thought you got yeah. you had to eat them or you could put them in any orifice but you had to put them in one by one uh, to absorb them fully no i think or it was marcus uh i think it was marcus aurelius who said that um if you if you sleep on a book on your head you'll absorb the whole thing tonight so you don't end up having to read it and you can read one book a night that's fantastic. And that yeah. guy definitely proved that by having no one question him and during his whole lifetime. Yeah, yeah, definitely Marcus Aurelius. Um, I like that kind of, I mean, people still make claims of that now. They just don't do the book thing. But people all the time are like, who are super famous and smart are like, yeah, yeah, here's the thing I do. And then people just listen to them because they're like, what are we going to do? Disprove you? And people are like, actually, I will disprove them. And they go, shut up. I like him. Shut the fuck up. I yeah. like him already. Look at yeah, exactly. Jordan Peterson. Oh, he's a good candidate. Um, yeah, don't don't yeah. ask any questions about it because, you know, he's a genius. So just let it be. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm not no, saying you're gonna... wrong. Marcus Aurelius is very smart, but claims like that, it's like, I guess no one's going to call you out on it. So all you got to do to be Jordan Peterson is just cry all the time. I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that, Della. <laughs> I've been working on a Jordan Peterson impression for some time now, and I don't believe that you're being entirely honest when you do that. But uh, we can move on. The thing is, you're being too soft. You have to be a little more angry, and then you have one hundred percent. I can be more animated, Jordan. <laughs> I can dude, be how more, are you doing this, dude? I can be more animated, but I don't think that this this particular situation calls for that. And I don't think that we need to be more animated just to prove our point. You understand? Wow, dude, you gotta get. And, and I think that the the modern man should be more uh, softer spoken. And maybe have a higher pitch and smaller testicles like I do. And then maybe you'd be smarter and less like a Neanderthal. You understand? Dude, I feel like I'm on drugs right now. Like <laughs> I've only had a few beers, but like you need to do that as a stand-up thing like, <laughs> or something. Cause like I've never heard someone in my entire life absolutely nail Jordan Peterson. Well, I've heard a lot of them, so I've picked up on <clears> that. <laughs> nailed it, dude. You gotta make a sketch out of that. And I think our <laughs> listeners will agree with you. All right, That's thank fucking you. 10 out of 10, 100% of 10 out of 10. So think about that, Joe. Um, so now we're actually, actually for the first time in Ubatuba, Brazil. Because last time we weren't, we were in Cap, 
Capow, Redondo. Redondo. Yeah. Yeah. Redondo Beach, Capow with Alan Bruno de Oliveira. Now we're in Ubatuba, Brazil on September 7th, 1957. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are not as familiar with Ubatuba, Brazil as we are, it's directly south of Vargina. So it's in the same area. It's in the same area, just a little bit more south. We're kind of closer to the beach. So um, so a newspaper article titled A Exposa, Exposaso do Disco Voador. Exposado do Disco Voador. So does that mean they're exposed at the disco to... It definitely sounds like it's exposed to the disco. No fucking idea. Um, I have recently been in another country. It's top secret. But Spanish was not one of the languages. It was all the other ones. And German is not a romantic language, so it's hard to draw parallels between each of the words. But strangely enough, even though English is considered a romantic language, English is a combination of romantic languages and German. That's where you get words like die. Yes, which means the differently than der Toten. But, mm-hmm. but um, in English, it means Sturban would be like murder, Toten's death. It's all fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I'm just so bad at Spanish. It's probably Mrs. Callot's fault. She's from King of the Hill. For except those who don't know, yeah, she's Peggy Hill incarnate, but except Peggy yeah. Hill is like kind of a likable character, yeah. Mrs. Kelt's not, um, so, anyways, so back to the disco Vodor. Uh, witnesses explain describing an object that was descending at extreme speeds towards a beach near Vagina, which is right south of Ubatuba and then explodes so they're looking out at the beach just chilling hardcore in ubatuba near vagina and something just comes flying out of the sky going 500 billion miles an hour and then hits the ocean and fucking blows up like shit and yeah yeah blows up like crazy so then they go holy shit let's get the scientists here got the scientists and then they confirmed that the analysis of the explosion they had a bunch of fragments of this thing like this thing probably was the size of you know uh, uh, a volkswagen beetle and um they said that the contents of this thing that exploded are extraterrestrial magnesium this is a fantastic point that we should dig into a little bit here because that's a very weird part of it extraterrestrial magnesium that's weird yeah it's like a um you know, a lot of times we have these stories with the crashes and Roswell and stuff. It's like, we don't know what this is. It's from off world. Um, it's some kind of un- understood, non-understood, I should say, like, you know, substance. We don't know how it works. We don't know what it is. It's some kind of weird metal where it can fold, but it's hot, but it's cold and all this weird stuff. But extraterrestrial magnesium is strange because we know what magnesium is and it exists on Earth. So what makes it extraterrestrial? The fact that it came from the sky? So this is exactly what I want to talk about is that like, we so the entire universe is made of is is the periodic table yes there is when i was a kid i always thought like aliens are like this like this thing we can't understand yeah you know if they're extra if they're intra or extra dimensional maybe but for the things that come in the 
if they're of this realm. universe, yeah. It's yeah, like if we can see podcast, and touch there's it. There's only so many pages in the book. And you're like, yeah, but what if there's a page between one and two? It's like, well, there isn't because there's no room for it. Like if you go on a right. molecular level, it's just there's that's all it is. Like there could be other stuff, like you said, extra dimensional. But as far as our dimension, we have a good count of like what the book is. Doesn't mean there couldn't be more stuff to learn, but there's no pages that go in between as far as the periodic table goes. There's either one more proton or one less proton. There's not one and a half protons that make it like a half element that's in the middle. These are just the things. Exactly. And two things to add to what you're saying is that like, is that there could be, um, there could be a new element that we don't know about yet because it exists for like a billionth of a billionth of a second, which right. we found in element 115, um, which is the Bob Lazar element um, mm. called like, well, um, whatever that's called, because it only exists sure like, that. Well, no, no. Well, he, it, it, it don't, they, they have confirmed the existence of it in a lab mm -hmm. because it only exists for like a billionth of a billionth of a second. Right, because it's so unstable. It's already 115. I'm just going to look at this up, right? What, what, you can keep talking. I'm sorry. All right. right. Whatever, whatever it is that he's talking about exists only a very, it's so unstable that we've seen it, but we can't keep it stable enough, but it exists. Mm -hmm. So well, this the thing, goes, we do have elements that are like that. So unstable um, that you can't, track them so my hope but just hang on that, I you, that you can track but they're like you know a lot like like the things like americanium and europium like all those ones are like they do exist for a brief moment in a lab but the very yeah. fact that we can track it means that they do exist and we know about them and bob lazar's thing could be one of those but if he says mm -hmm. we can't track it it means we wouldn't know what it is and the very fact that we do know what it is i mean the whole CERN experiment the Higgs boson particle that happens within a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second we still right. know about that so we can detect these things Right. So the whole thing is that whatever the Bob Lazar one is, is, is on the table. It's, it's, it's there, but like, we can't, it, we, we don't have a way of making it stable enough to create an energy source. So like, so the whole point is here is that we have magnesium, which is stable unless you put hundred percent magnesium in water, you know, this, um, Oh, 115 so, is Moscovium. It's named after. Okay. Moscow, so maybe it's 118 or 117, 116, 114. It's something like that, but like, it's not They're Moscow. all on there. Yep. I actually so, I feel more confident in Bob Lazar if it's on the table. If it's not on the table, then he just made it up. But uh, his is on the table. So yeah. um. So yeah. So, so um, the whole point is that like if we have extraterrestrial magnesium, magnesium mm -hmm. that's a little weird because again, everything that we see, people think that aliens can be light beings, and I'm not talking about them right now because if they are and they're yeah, interdimensional, whatever it is, they're a light. Yeah. Sure, maybe they're made of something else, but the ones that can come here and rape you. Um, Jesus Christ. are are actually able to be put on the periodic table right. and same They're with made of physical matter that yes. we understand it yeah that's not universe. a light being yeah. putting a probe in your asshole it's different so right and at some so, point if you're going to make aliens completely interdimensional and outside of our world then you can just make them ghosts or spirits like if you're so far outside of physical right. science you can say you're right but it's completely disprovable and it, it just might as well be a demon or a spear or something so let's talk about physical in our universe aliens which yes yeah, so, very well will exist or do exist currently yeah yeah Sorry, exactly so no 100 percent, dude you're on it so like so now we're at two things we're at magnesium and extraterrestrial magnesium yep. magnesium is fucking straight up good news extraterrestrial magnesium is coming my thing is that does that mean it's aliens absolutely not it means that it's part of a comet or an asteroid or something 
we Bingo. can absolutely 110% tell if something was made on earth or made in space. That's a very good point. So extraterrestrial so this, means outside of planet earth. It doesn't mean alien. Yeah. And it's just we that talk this, about extraterrestrial beings, we're talking about alien beings, but even when we say the word alien, it doesn't necessarily mean intelligent life form on another planet. It just means outside of us. So extraterrestrial magnesium, like you just said, could be magnesium that came not from the planet earth. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So like the thing though, is you. that like, so there's more to the story a little bit because we're in 1957 right well we went from 99 to 97 to 57 i think yeah we did so, so we're going back so a little bit when i but that up, was a, what was it two years after roswell uh roswell, roswell is 47 oh okay so we're uh, 10 years exactly after roswell so here's something very specific that a, a different source tells me specifically wikipedia versus the video Nice. On 13 September 1957, the journalist Ibrahim Sued received an envelope containing a letter and three fragments of metal. The author of the letter wrote that he saw a UFO which exploded in the sky over a beach of Ubatuba. Uba he collected some fragments and sent three of these to the, to the journal together with the letter. He sent the fragments to a laboratory which analyzed them and discovered that they consisted of pure magnesium. James Harder and other ufologists came to the conclusion that the fragments of Ubatuba have an extraterrestrial origin. But other investigators think that the story is a hoax. Okay, Antoine, so it's not been confirmed that it's and, from outside the planet, but we assume it is. And the Brazilian government has not said otherwise. We can leave it So here's the thing. So there's a couple of things that go along with this okay. that no one fucking knows. But my boy Antonio Villas Boas claimed I to have been abducted. Eight by extraterrestrials uh, two days later. And, and there's been several stories that have been circulating beforehand. And his claims are among the first alien abduction stories to receive live attention. Uh, and then a couple days later, two sentinels at the Itapu Fort? What the fuck is a sentinel? I know that's... It's video like game. a guard. Okay. Um, suffered moderate burns after being hit by a heat wave from a UFO, Ooh, which allegedly came evidence. from descending from the sky. The entire electricity of the fort, including all the bullshit, went down during the incidents. Afterwards, the Brazilian Army and the USAF, the United States Air Force, personnel who were there, along with investigators of the Brazilian Air Force, flew to the fort, the Emirates soldiers, and they all fucking said shit like that. So... Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of conflicting stories here. Like we've got a couple of date ranges here and one yeah. thing hitting the ocean. And back to your point on the extraterrestrial magnesium is that like, we know we like comets hit the earth all the time. And they're worth a ton of money. Cause they're full of like, it's pretty cool, yeah, but you can tell that it's cool not stuff. found from this earth. So. And one of the big ways is to, is to figure out how much radiation, because we've poisoned our earth with radiation so much that a lot of uh, what with, um, it's the uranium. I don't know how you tell, but it's it's a particular type of radiation. And you can you I tell you like carbon date shit. That's why you have to have the um the the meters. How come I can't think of the goddamn name of the radiation meters now? Yeah, Geiger counters. There we go. They have to be from metal before the invention of the atomic bomb because they have to be sheltered. Oh, from dude, you're so right. We can tell. Yes. Yeah. 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 All metal. All of it now. 
all of it, one hundred percent of metal on Earth right now. You can't, you can't trust is it. different than or, than metal before nineteen forty-five. Yeah, so I imagine or some forty-three because you're going to be hit by cosmic radiation when you're in outer space, but it won't be the particular type of you know nuclear fallout radiation that you would be on Earth. So maybe that's one way to tell. Hey, this is this can't have been on Earth because the year is nineteen fifty-seven and the atomic bomb is already invented. So this must be from outside of the Earth if it is new. It can't just be a crashed airplane that we lost part of it because it would have had signatures of that um, fallout that we've done on our beautiful earth in the past 50 years. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful stuff. So that's, uh, yeah, that's that's our professional interpretation as amateur ufologists. and uh, Which, which, by the way, is the same credentials as ufologists, as far as I'm concerned. I said ufologists and ancient alien theorists (laughs) that we are. I think that we are just, but just as much experts as they are. They have more information than us, but we have the exact same credentials. You can say the thing is what Graham Hancock says is mm-hmm. he's one of the leading experts on um, the ancient <laughs> apocalypse theory yeah. is that he's not a scientist. He's just a journalist. He's exactly. trying to get to the bottom of all the stories that are out there. And we are the same. It's the perfect caveat for not we're, lying. We're journalists and then professional investigators. I'm one of the leading experts on what goes down in my own apartment. This <laughs> is true. Of, he's one of the leading experts on the theory that he completely created out of whole cloth. And J.K. Rowling is one of the leading experts on Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry because she's the only expert on it. She made it up. You got that right, Joe. So I'd say before we get to video four, we should probably take our first commercial break. All and right. uh, these commercials are coming to you live from the motherland deutschland the motherland of neither me or joe weirdly enough do they call it the motherland because there is a handful of countries that actually call it the fatherland and i think germany might be one of them wow so the fatherland so germany this video these videos are coming to you from a mixture of dusseldorf and cologne we hope you enjoy back from our commercial break where we um, probably urinated. I'll never tell. Yep. Anything could happen back there. But um, we'll get to video four pretty soon, but we want to take, have you guys take a look at our uh, Instagram page, Dylan Joe Basement, um, and Instagram. And we want to shout out to the uh, 30 plus um, random people who liked our video of a train um, that Thanks I... I did post. Um, it looks like most of you guys are coming from the region of India, and and uh, <laughs> we appreciate much. that. Just um, let you know. Show me your Bob. Show us your Bob's and Vagine, but your likes are uh, are phenomenal. We we thank you for 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 filling up our uh, Instagram page. That's holy crap! Good. Look at all these things you posted. This is great. Went on a, a little bit of a rager. Just uh, had some time. You know, when you get bored, you got to do some stuff. Thought Joe was going to be doing the podcast at six today. 
there might have been a chance, but he had to go to the market. So I had How some time that? to myself. Um, I took a what, bet. What is it this thing where, where like, look at the video before the podcast went? Why is it? It's vertical, but it's horizontal, and you're and you can see you changing the the ratio on your phone with with your fingers as you do it, and it actually shows an image of how zoomed in and zoom not zoomed in it is. What the fuck is that? Are you talking about the one where I did? Um, it's the uh, animatronic one. Yeah, yeah, from fucking like, pizza. Um, yeah, what what is that? Why what is that? From Paradise. What's what's that place called? Um, I don't know. Rock of Fire Explosions. Rock of Fire Explosion at um, Showbiz Pizza. Yeah, but see how it, like it shows like how yes. you're zooming in and out, and it's it's horizontal, but the whole thing's vertical, and it's like. Yep, I'll tell audio you. Audio quality is shit, and you can see like the play and pause button. Okay, wait. The audio quality's not I, shit on that one. That one's. I, good... I mean. What are you doing? I mean, just take one extra minute and figure it out, man. I mean, this is our just Instagram wait. page. This isn't your personal shit monkey, which you could, you know, mistake for it. Because, I mean, look at this other thing I got to show you here. Look, look I'm putting content out there of that mean, is you... podcasts related that our people want. I mean, look at the Dom one. I mean, it's like good. I can see like your 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 battery. <laughs> what the hell? Look, doing the best I can. We have a website related. now. I mean, it is a professional operation here. You're, you're doing it on on five minutes before you get off the train like you could give a shit Look, about it i mean you get what you get and you don't get upset and everyone agrees all right it's about it's about keeping the flow keeping the flow and it's the best i can do Let's take an extra so, two seconds you just figure it out Look, you know, before you to, post for it me to world. be able to accurately post something i have to record it i have to make it in tiktok and then use screen recorder to remove the tiktok piece because it looks stupid i want people to see my tiktok well like if you're worried about looking stupid don't worry about that anymore <laughs> Well, you know, like I said, you get what you get. You don't get upset. All right, Joe. This is, a, this is a partnership and a marriage. I love you. And I love all those things you post, but I refuse not to give you shit about it. It's Thank funny you for doing that. As long as it's you make funny, our, our podcast and our Instagram page better than it ever would be. I, I, I have way more stuff. better things to say about you than that. But I, I, I shouldn't say that for that. I'm, I'm done. Thank shitting you for on that. Because I, I don't do even it. I don't even deserve that. But I am saying that. It's funny, so don't that, forget. That, that's there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Especially the 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 showbiz pizza one. I made that montage. I I made I literally took I recorded each of those clips individually from a documentary from my that I had to. No one else has done this. Wow, I, I watched that was all, a show. I thought that was just the documentary. So that's no 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 no. That's a hundred percent custom. I wow. watched a showbiz pizza documentary recorded separate clips, put the clips all together, then added music. Well, that's, I'm glad I brought it up because. So I'm just saying, no, no, I did not just make, I did not just like go, oh, this is funny. No, no, nothing I'm doing is like that. Sometimes it is, but most times not. <laughs> that's a hundred percent custom. Oh, no one has yeah. ever made a showbiz pizza montage like that. That's not first. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's now I gotta say that's unique to our podcast. Showbiz pizza montage. Yeah. Of the Rock of Fire explosion with added new sound that is mm -hmm. popular music. So yeah. people, it, it goes good. It's fucking good. That's you how you the, talk. You see the, the Black Bear playing the fucking drums looks sick. Yeah. Fucking sick video. Just saying. So everyone and check that out. Obviously, the, the picture before that, which is a classic, which I saw before I even knew what, what uh, Showbiz Pizza was, which is the guy with the kid on his lap with his shirt. It says Dick the Birthday Boy. Dick the birthday boy. And I, I wanted everyone to know for the pod right because now. that 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 picture has been circulating around 
Well, yeah, Joe's got that picture up here right here. Yeah, yeah. Boy. but I've seen it for years and I didn't even put it together in my head that that's actually the rock fire explosion. That that's what that I is. wanted because everyone's been like sending that around. I'm like, yo, hang on. Me and Joe talked about this a lot. Dick that's the birthday boy is at Showbiz Pizza and he's taking a picture with whatever the fuck the bear's name is. Yeah, at rock fire explosion. I want everyone. He might to even add like, Uncle Clunk. Later on, we're on exactly we're onto this because of Uncle Clunk. So, yeah, and then, then this this obviously turned into Chuck E. Cheese's. So people are like, "Oh, Dick the Birthday Boy," it's some like fucked up thing. I'm like, no, 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 we know the all the details about Dick the Birthday Boy. We do the research, so you <laughs> don't have to, folks. Exactly. So when you guys inevitably now see Dick the Birthday Boy showing up why. on all your shit, you know that he Dick the Birthday Boy had his what like looks like his sixth or seventh birthday party at showbiz uh, maybe pizza. even five, four or five you listen like four or five boy. yeah at <laughs> showbiz pizza which would have 100 percent been in the late 70s 80s or 1993 yeah. the latest because they he might be your dad it. actually listen fellow listeners he might be your dad yeah yeah no seriously dick dick the birthday boy could be any of our dads and and I hope they um, still call him Dick because I think it's gone out of fashion. A lot of guys are named Ricky now or Rich. He's I think that definitely if he was Dick <laughs> out of the gate He's still Dick now. Out of the fucking gate, dude. His parents were calling him Dick. Mm-hmm. He's still Dick. How how few times did people use the word Dick in that time period for you to name your kids that? I mean, the amount of times that people were called Dick in the past. Now, if you say the name Dick, there's zero percent chance people don't think you're talking about a penis. Like, did is, yeah, it's is, hilarious. Is it come like, into fashion in like the 80s or 90s? Because my, my whole life that has meant that. And then you just kind of put it out of your head, like, oh, his name's Dick, whatever. But like, no one's calling their little one-year-old child Dick now because it's clearly means penis. Like, dude, I, I just sent thing. you like an ancient Sumerian like art, like uh, clay pottery that had fucking dicks all over it. Like, they thought I think it, was it was Etruscan. Funny. Okay, they thought it was funny twelve thousand years ago. There's funny. no way that in the thirties or forties they weren't saying Dick. I know, but did it? Did the word Dick not mean penis, or it wasn't synonymous with penis then? I think because, it was, dude. Like, I swear to God, I saw. But how long is like, the word "dick" meant? Dick, though. I, maybe I, know, I don't use my laptop for me. Maybe it was like Johnson, where it's like, okay, it can sometimes mean penis, but it usually just means a name. Because, like, you, if someone's name's Johnson, you're like, oh, obviously it's just their name. But if you say like, hey, look at my Johnson, you'd be like, oh, that's obviously penis. But I think that's what "dick" used to be, where it's like, yeah, "dick" could mean penis, but it also just means "dick" the name. Now it just means penis. It does not mean the guy's name, even no. if that is your name. It still means your name is penis. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of it had to do with maybe maybe it was they were onto it like like a hundred years ago, but our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ prevented them from like talking about it. So I'm pretty sure the translation from that clay pot didn't say the word dick. No, it didn't. It said phallus. It's, yeah, phallus, which is a <laughs> much older. It's <laughs> a ridiculous, ridiculous word. Like phallic. Phallus. I put my phallus in her to give birth to, you know, like that's a ridiculous. It's like the old Bible word. stuff, like your rod. Phallus. Your yeah. member. You ever touch your phallus out of pleasure? You're a sinner. Like, you know, like phallus. Imagine you're a like, root. like, hey guys, I have to use my phallus to urinate on this tree. Like, that's a, such a different word than like it is. Trying to whip out my dick and piss on this fucking thing. I'm gonna implicate my phallus. I mean, it really is classic for like how language works. The more people think about something, the more words they come up with for it. And that's why there's more words for sexual things than anything else. The synonyms are endless. Think about the synonyms for microprocessor. I can't even think of one. 
a computer chip and my processor. That's it. But the the phallus synonyms they go as far as the uh, the sky is long. Dick wiener hog penis (laughs) peener peeny weenie. We can do it all day because weenus is different. Weenus is the thing in your elbow, Um, right? But you but you would still use it for that too. Hot but dog, to bring it all hot. together, yep. there's infinite possibilities, much like this infinite possibilities in our really? solar system, which I think we should wrap right back around to the uh, solar system video the, four, uh, the vagina as it is, the vagina, yeah, uh, UFO signs in vagine. Um, Joe, no, you want to tell us about? No, I think you're. It's on you, man. You, oh, okay, video yeah, four, video four, quattro. Yeah, oh, video. I, wow, I really just made a mistake. This is Portugal. Right. Portuguese, Portuguese, not Spanish. No it's idea. It's probably close to it, but it's not the exact same word. Yeah, you got that. So tell us about what's going on in Trinidad, Brazil. Uh, Trinidad, which I, again, only know Spanish and not uh, Portuguese, but I would say it probably pronounced Trinidad, uh, Brazil, in January 16th, 1958. Photographer Almiro Beda, Una, and crew aboard a Brazilian Navy vessel. So he is part of the. Uh, government-supported military of brazil he witnessed a dick shaped no i'm just kidding a disc shaped <laughs> you know you mean a um uh yeah dick. Not a phallus like dick the birthday boy yeah it's more of a disc like a discus shaped object maneuvering over the ocean so this is more of like the classic kind of ufo thing we're talking about which is flying saucer over the ocean military uh witnessing it and it's a traditional ufo kind of looking thing and, you know, this is like the old images we might have seen back in the day, which it's hard to say chicken to the egg. Is it that all these flying saucers are flying saucers because UFOs are saucers? Or did someone seek some kind of saucer shaped object? And then that became the norm for what we think of as UFOs. And then people who were hoax creators or people who were just deluded or mistaken started putting together if it's a disc in the air it must be a a ufo or a flying saucer i'm not sure what came first the fact that flying saucers are spacecraft or that um throwing a frisbee looks cool on camera and it looked kind of weird either way it's uh the Brazilian military, as part of this congressional hearing, seems to not know what it is. So they haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet. It's still unidentified. They don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, they don't. And this this video is it's it's fucking good, dude. Like it's really good. It's you've got like a cliff situation on the left, or looking over the ocean, and then they see like a semi-transparent, very, very traditional Bob Lazar UFO going yeah. across the horizon moving kind of weird and you're like fucking damn good for 1950 goddamn eight like it's yeah i mean that really gets it to me. the older ones you know uh, as well as the video quality is worse because it's just they didn't have the technology to capture it so like anything looks shittier so even if it was a great image of a ufo it would look kind of shitty um mm-hmm. but even if it wasn't one you'd be it'd be easier to create it because of how shitty the video quality is like you could like in 1910, you could take a picture and then you could cut a knife and a slice it and be like, whoa, look at that. What's that? Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to tell it's so blurry and shitty anyways. So again, it's chicken or the egg for me where it's like, is that so early that you would never be able to fake a UFO there? Or is that a UFO? And it's hard to tell what it really is because it's like the video quality is just not there. But it definitely struck the people at the time because not only did they mention it at the time and document it, now this is 
the year 2022 and they're in Congress being like, we don't know what this is still. So it's definitely sparked their interest and the interest yeah. of the Brazilian nation and that for the world. That's right. And the Brazilian Navy as well. Right. So yeah, that's a, that's a fucking crazy one. It's a crazy video. Perfect. We'll, you know, have these guys up for you guys. So um, video number uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco um, in Portuguese is <laughs> we don't know. We're not the Portuguese experts. So um, Linz, Brazil, 1968. Nilsson, not Nelson. Don't get confused with Nelson. This is Nilsson. Yeah. Kikoni. Uh, him, uh, he, he's talking about his, uh, she's there in this video. It's an interview with, with him, a couple people and his possible lover or uh, grandma. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I like the soap opera entry that and <laughs> possible lover or his grandpa or his grandma. I can't really tell, uh, yeah. the difference between the two of them. Oh, I looked up um, the Portuguese numbers too. They're basically the exact same thing. So you thank know God. I didn't number. want to sound like a fucking, no, nope. no, you sound like a genius. Thank you. I, I didn't want to be like an unworldly, like right Lada. white dude. As yeah. much as I can prevent that, I try and it's not going great ever. But like, well, we're doing um, our best. We are. So had a possible, had an encounter of the third kind. So we've gone over this before in a podcast because there's like eight different kinds of encounters, starting with the first kind, the second kind, the third kind. Oh, fourth yeah. kind is abduction. Third kind is a real visible uh, you know, like you actually see UFO, whereas the first kind would be like a smell or a feeling. Um, so do, 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 do. that's right. So um, before we'll do it again too. She said very specifically that uh, as Nilsson Kakoni's lover, she said, I'm Nilsson Kakoni's lover and or his grandma. I haven't figured it out. And I saw a disc on nine. In 1968, the size of a big plate. Then she said, actually, it was an enormous plate. Like the size. I love of how that's the description. It's the size of a big plate. No, it's the shape of a big plate. It's the size I of a think, goddamn plane. <laughs> I think that they were trying to translate this. And I think it's a that translation thing. Yeah. They're it saying, was, it was besides just being like a, a big, big plate, plate, it's also the shape. She was like, oh, it's like a dinner plate that's enormous flung to the sky. Right. That's definitely what she was trying to say. The translation probably just it up. But yeah, it shit. wasn't the size of a big plate. It was the shape of one and it was much bigger. And it was huge. Yeah. Exactly. So. And inside it was a person, and she specifically said she didn't know if it was a man or a woman or a hermaphrodite. Um, mm -hmm. It's hard to she, tell. I like if she was, even even in the uh, 1968, she was still clear to say it could be a man or a woman or anything in between. But yeah. it definitely was some kind of life form. I think she was convinced of that yep, for sure. Exactly. And, um, and she said when it was around the town... And specifically the hospital, when it came around, all the power went out. Which that's always a, a big milestone. Um, it is. And this video UFO that they had was actually just an interview of her. It didn't show any video of the UFO. So yeah, this is a secondhand uh, interview about <laughs> what actually happened. But I would imagine, and I can't prove this, and the, the video footage didn't seem to prove it. 
but I'd imagine that more than one person must have witnessed yeah. at least the power outage, if not the spacecraft itself. Or absolutely, and the thing that you're not mentioning though is that since she was Nelson Kikoni's lover, she's the most credible because right. it's Nelson. Why Kikone. would? Because why would she lie? Well, it's like. it's Nelson Kikoni. You know, we know him. You know, like it's because of him that she's so credible, right? Because she's either his grandma or his lover, and we don't know, but. Either that way, gives her I'm so sure much he credibility. Either way, that gives him gives her so much credibility because the, the his... drawing too of they did of like the possible it was like a police sketch photo when they just do like a stick figure. It's like it looked like this. It's like two figures. They're like, the... holy fucking shit. Are you serious? We're terrified. They go, we're gonna add this to the Senate discussion in 2022. Um, yeah, this is kind of an outlier with the other ones as far as the credibility yeah. goes, but it is fascinating nonetheless. And I, I would assume, again, that another person that night must have seen the entire power go out in the building. I mean, that's not something you wouldn't notice, but they didn't deem to include that in this particular video. But we, we didn't witness the whole Senate hearing. So maybe, maybe they did bring witnesses up that were part of that situation and could um, kind of verify that the power did indeed go out that day or that night, rather. Yeah, I would think that they probably did. It's probably a little more so. specific than that. I should hope so. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we're on to video six of eight with uh, Joe. You want to tell us about Colares Brazil? Colares Brazil, 1977, the same year that Star Wars was released. Previously classified documents by the Brazilian government have been released about accounts of several UFOs. Uiranje, Holanda... The captain or Brazilian captain of the Air Force detected nine forms of UFOs that are as following probes, craft shaped like flying saucers, and all the reports to Calm Air or Comar, I should say, one Air Force base to then Brasilia. Pics show several unknown craft. They are very detailed and also have sketches to go with them. So he's basically identifying and categorizing multiple different types of unidentified unidentified aerial phenomena at the time. And this guy, being part of the Brazilian Air Force, must have seen his fair share, and he's willing to show it to us as well as the sketches. And one of them, as Dylan noted, looks like a muffler. It sure does. Mm-hmm. Sure does. So uh, the I strangeness. 19- very strange that 1977 was a was definitely a year um, for Brazil and UFO sightings, and they, they referred to uh, the outbreak of UFO sightings in 1977 on the island of Calares as the Calares flap, as mentioned. Hmm. And um, this is something that we sort of mentioned, but not really. The the UFOs allegedly attacked the citizens with intense beams of radiation. That now left burn, burn marks and puncture. A little bit incredible to me, but yeah, burn marks and puncture wounds. Yeah, you should be at least to be able to document the medical reports of what happened, uh, which I haven't found, but I haven't looked for them, so maybe they're there. Yeah, but and that's the kind sightings... of thing. Once you start getting into like actual physical damage and medical reports, mm. there should be more of a paper trail here. It's one thing to point at the sky and say, "Hey, last week I saw a bright light and a dance around the sky." It's another thing to say I was attacked. By a radioactive beam. I mean, that so, will leave a mark in more ways than one. So this account, specifically with the radioactive beam and the burn marks and the puncture wounds, is documented in December 1977 
National Archives of Brazil in writing. So this is true. And the these sightings, unlike in the US where everyone just made fun of everyone, <laughs> like, right. In the U.S., we all all, all UFO sightings until 2020. Uh, everyone just called you spaceman and made fun of you. Um, yeah, cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo. And, and uh, in Brazil, they're they're famous for really really taking everyone seriously, no matter what you say. Which yeah, is exactly. why they believe in witches, and they have a 20. Oh, I actually think it's a 50 foot tall statue of Jesus Christ on top of a mountain there. So they sure do. And but that's why. But in the U.S., you get named God's. I want goose. to believe. Classic. Um, I said Alta Estranza, as they call it in uh, Brazilian. What's that mean? Alta high, high, high strangeness. Oh, okay. In the U.S., you get called you get you get named God's silliest goose if you are a fighter pilot before 2020. The silliest of all reports a UFO sighting. But my whole point is that. Um, the sightings in 1977 led to the Brazilian government dispatching a team to investigate under the codename Operation Saucer, real classified. Um, and <laughs> Operation but, Spaceman. Yeah, Operation UFO about. Investigation Team for Aliens. We um, should do a whole pod just on Operation names because there's a lot of funny ones. Oh, we should. We absolutely should. Um but the government later recalled the team and classified the files until the 90s. And this was the first operation of the Brazilian Air Force conducted only to investigate UFO-related issues. Right. And this was started because of this 1977 Colares UFO flap. And it reminds me very much of Project Blue Book and also reminds me of the X-Files. X Files, eu quero acreditar. I want to believe in Portuguese. Yeah, which is the tagline for X Files, which I didn't watch because I was too young at the time. X Files, never watched it. Yeah, it was scary. Um, that's also what I call uh, my secret folder of um, text messages to all the people I used to date, including the X Files. Yeah. Do you keep those? Well, I want to believe, don't I? Hmm. I'm a I'm a real good uh, shit and burn, burn. <laughs> no, I, in truth, I yeah, no, I I can't wait to get rid of all of it. I don't want to think about it, good or bad. It's no, well, it's bad. because it's because it's pleasant memories. You burn them. Hmm. Can't be thinking about that. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I don't want to remember the good or the bad because it's uh, it's fleeting. And I can yep, just remember exactly. I tend to only remember the good and then uh, ruins everything and ruins all my current relationships. So I burn <laughs> it all. All the above. All the burn above. it. Burn it. Now I look back on things that happened 10 plus years ago. I'm like, you know, those are good pictures. I wish I kept them. Yeah, it's hard to. But I burned them. No record of me. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so. Uh, did we just talk about video five or do six? It's definitely six. In Calares, Brazil? Yeah. We're on, yes. We're on okay. Seven. All right. So we're on video seven. Sorry. Um, ooh, this is an interesting one. 1986. Joe, guess what country this is in? Brazil. It's in Brazil, just like the rest of them. Near vaginas. They called this specifically the Night of UFOs, May 19th, 1986. 
the same year that my piece or as of they shit. call it in uh in germany ufo knocked <laughs> nocter undertoten <laughs> sorry nocter untoten which is from call of duty world at war this was Better called nocter nocter ufos <laughs> there you go yeah and I, I don't know unidentified flying objects in german but it's probably something sort of similar. Close to that but it is funny the reason why i knew that word is night is not from call of duty but it's from really world war ii related incident that happened in germany that had the word knocked in it was it from nazi zombies no it was from the actual events it was i think they call it in english the night of broken glass i don't know what it is but it sounds very sad it's very sad for the people of uh, the jewish uh, persuasion Oof, yeah not good so um so may 19th 1986 around the same time as my piece of shit volkswagen gti was built um <laughs> still doesn't work um <laughs> <laughs> i like that flag yeah enjoying that it's just sitting there um uh over sao paulo near Vagina. Six Brazilian fighter jets, and specifically, they're not made in Brazil. However, Embraer, which we've all flown on the E-190, E-195, E-175, and E-185, there's a lot of Embraers, and they're lovely aircrafts. There has been no, I don't think there's been any fatalities on Embraer E-175 through 95s. Good airplane. That's a good record. It is. Uh, you definitely have flown them every time you take a Providence to Indiana, Providence to, you know, they're seat 90 people. So, but nice. these are not Embraers. They look more like Eurofighters to me based off the video. I can't really totally tell though, but important note because this is a podcast and we do talk about details. So I like that they build uh, commercial airliners for the United States and they build fighters for other nations that get the Embraer? really nice fighters from other nations. Huh? Yeah. Embraer. Yes. Yeah. Following. Yeah. The the airplane in this video though in '86 looks like looks like it's actually a like a um, the Eurofighter to me, which is not. Who makes Embraer. the Eurofighter? Eurofighter Typhoon. I remember that one from uh, old uh, fighter plane catalogs and stuff, and being like, "Hey, look at this thing!" Because at the time we were kids, it's like yeah. the cutting edge of fighter planes. Still is the Embraer has like a serious advantage over like F-16s, F-22s in a lot of ways. And it looks way cooler than they do because it looks like a spaceship. It does, and it has a forward aileron, um, which is by the nose, which is which not is another cool thing. Any U.S. fighters have? Yeah, because it looks like a plane with a dastardly mustache. Yeah. However, the first uh, concept of the F-16 had that. Um, right. It is. Yeah, like you got to go deep in the archives to figure knows. that fact out, but it's there. Oh. Um, or one they of the ever, they shaved it before they put it in production, huh? Yeah, yeah. They thought there'd be an advantage, then then now they've done a similar thing with thrust vectoring on the F-22 and F-35. Hmm. So, anyways, um six Brazilian fighter jets chase more than a dozen UFOs in 1986. Recordings say this from the original audio from Control Trower. So, this is a Brazilian fighter pilot. <laughs> speaking to the tower mm -hmm. it's not an airplane what is this there's three of them there's even more look one passed over here 
radial 100 to 150. So we're going uh, in, um, we're out of 360 degrees, they're moving 50 degrees from 100 to 150. Right in front of Mike Bravo Zulu, which would be MZ, MBZ. No one knows what that means. MBZ could be another aircraft, could be a landmark. Got it? The guy is after it. So that's what he said. Um, so he definitely thought it wasn't another aircraft. He didn't know what it was. No, yeah. Clearly, he just has no fucking clue. He said, look, another one. Holy shit. What is this? Blah, blah, blah. There's three of them. Um so the Ministry of the Air Force confirms this encounter in a press conference, and they interviewed Lieutenant Kleber, which is a cool, great name. We thought Dick was cool. Uh, Kleber. Imagine him being Kleber, Kleber, K-L-E-B-E-R, Caldas Marino, yeah. who was one of the pilots who said his goal was precisely to approach and identify the crafts, but he couldn't really get that close. Yeah, his goal, he said, well, yeah, was to approach and identify. And he was like, couldn't get close enough. The things were yeah. zooming. They're zooming. They're going from all sorts of altitudes and speeds and whatever. As a 1986 fighter pilot, there's only so much you can do. You got to imagine if there's another um, fighter plane of the era, you'd be able to at least catch up enough to identify it, maybe not overtake it, but to not even be able to identify the thing and get close enough to that. It's pretty odd. Yeah, even with the Esther 71 and, and the Russians built a uh, uh, interceptor just for that called the MiG-31, um, they could still identify that it was an Esther 71. This is the fastest thing we ever made. It was definitely flying in 1986, but everyone could identify it even from the ground. I mean, you could have identified that no problem. And one fun fact that I wish we knew about this was that there is an SR-71 Blackbird at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Are you kidding me? That's, I am not kidding at all. It's Learned one of those that things, today. the longer we do the podcast, the more it all fuses together into one tapestry of everything that goes on. It's yep. just fantastic. There's one at the Marianas Trench, and it's a very quick story, but someone blew up midair, pallets ejected um, in the Pacific, and we recovered the so aircraft. to be the perfect spot to bury it deep. Actually, no. It actually crashed closer to okinawa japan where it was based at kadena air force base okay and um we sent out stuff to recover it immediately so the chinese wouldn't take it and learn from it and they had a couple options which was to scrap it to do whatever to dissemble it to ship it back to the united states or to bury it at sea so they they put it on on purpose they, put it in the they took on a boat and they took it to (laughs) specifically exactly the marionis trench and said no one's getting this fucking thing. That's, that's <laughs> phenomenal. I Great story. I didn't know that. this when we were doing an episode on the Marius Trench. We would have brought pulls. it up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just, this is like going deep in the stuff of like most people. There's no, it's hard to find this information, but they took it on a boat to that area and said, Chinese ain't getting this shit. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. They're like 26,000 feet below the sea. No one's uh, discovering a classified material that fucking Bye-bye. deep. Bye-bye. <laughs> and they gave it a traditional burial like they would a soldier in the Navy. They pushed it off a boat and with that's, like saluting and guns. That's phenomenal. Fucking love that story. Anyways. Oh I'm so glad that came up. Me too. Anyways, Lieutenant Kleber Unlike Marino. Unlike the black... <laughs> will never come up again. 
It's down there with the freaking translucent fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They fucking getting that thing for research. The deepest um, hole episode something. Episode fifties. Uh, fifties. Fifties. Um. So uh, now the UFOs. Yeah, crazy. They sent out fighter jets and they said, "Shit, we don't know." Pretty wild. And uh, you can round out the rest of the ones. This one has no notes. Yeah, there's only one more left. So video number eight that they they presented uh, professionally in front of a group of people in a courtroom was um, in Rio de Janeiro, 1995. They got some fucking solid ass pictures of saucers. And that is actually the same spot as that giant statue of Jesus. So it'd be a really cool video of a UFO flying right over the giant Jesus statue's head. Really just crashing. Yeah, dude. Jesus was that- an alien. Yeah, no, that is that would be a fucking cool thing. Um, so if we go to um, since we'll wrap up some stuff, so like it went from like 1986 to as mentioned to 1995 96, and um, I like the USA one that their most recent video is from like 2019. Like, mm-hmm. really no, we've got the, the most recent video in Brazil was from 2013, it just wasn't included in the 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 Everything we just mentioned was specifically the ones that were in that meeting, that five-hour meeting. They haven't decided if they could identify it or not, even though it's been... Yeah, yeah, exactly. In 2013, 2013, a light was visible in the sky over one of the protests in Brazil and seen by thousands of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, it was probably a drone. Two thousand eight, almost certainly a drone. <laughs> to see what the uh, yeah, for sure. In two thousand eight, you could drop tear gas. It would have. Oh, this UFO dropped tear gas on us. Where is it? From? Yeah, seriously. Mars. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's been a couple things, but the last like legit sighting that was documented was in 1996. Uh, a Virginia UFO. Um, involved reports of. UFOs and strange creatures. Oh, wasn't that, were supposedly wasn't that in the captured movie, uh, in the movie Nope? That Virginia UFO wasn't that conceived of the movie Nope? I think that was the UFO. Yeah, the one in Nope. It definitely looked like a Virginia. That thing looked like all sorts of shit. <laughs> definitely some vagina stuff going on there for sure, though. But um, in Saragona Island. Um, Geraldo Westerndorf. <laughs> no, sorry, Westendorf witnessed part. a cone-shaped UFO 50 to 60 meters with a base as big as a soccer stadium. He flew wow, around the object for some 15 minutes. He flew around it so he was either in a hot air balloon, an airplane, or a kite, or a uh, zeppelin, or a helicopter. And um, the object was spinning around itself and headed towards the sea and was spotted on the radar of uh, someone's room at the airport. It was not detected by... Someone's room had a radar control there? Yeah, it's Brazil, man. Much weird shit's going on there. Um, Fake. But yeah, Westendorf, uh, he's some shit going on with him. But like, yeah, these are the things. But everything we mentioned in this podcast was except for that one part of the actual Senate here, part of the actual like, all right, we're 100 percent sure that we have 100 percent 
knowledge of <laughs> we are of sure that we're unsure about all of this mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's definitely interesting and it is that weird like teeter-totter of disclosing being publicly forthcoming about okay these are all the things that we have witnessed and also admitting we don't know anything about it but also they don't have to show you anything so this is the things they they choose to show you and they choose them that they don't know so you take that as it as it is either they are being completely transparent and they're looking for more information or they're saying hey these are things we don't understand we don't know what it is or they're purposefully showing you things and saying hey we don't understand these things i don't know if they're trying to feed the people and try to appease them i don't know if they're trying to incept them and go hey put this idea in your head we have these things we don't know about what do you think about that or if they're just being you know good openly democratic nations and saying we feel it is our responsibility that the people should know this information whether or not we understand it and we're, we're not worried about national security in this instance but for all the other instances that's national security is classified so it's always a hard balancing act between what's actually going on here exactly because if they told us everything it could be a security risk if they told us nothing then they'd just be you know a hard-fisted dictatorship and even in an iron fixed dictatorship, they always tell you something. It just might not be the truth. They always mm-hmm. say, hey, we're going to give you this. Um, this just it blows my mind. I don't know what to think about all of it, but it's, it's fascinating at the very least. And at the very most, it's world changing. Yeah, exactly. And at this point, I mean, I don't know if you want to jump into final thoughts. Oh, no, I have a couple of more. Okay, all right. So I'll just jump into like a this. quick. All right, we'll get into that in a second. But like, I just... I feel very much the same as you. It's that like, yeah, we know if they're telling us this, there's way more to the story. Oh, don't um, sound so bored about being on your own podcast, but yeah, go ahead. Take it one more time. <laughs> I, there's way more to the story. I, um, right, right. this is what they're telling us. There's room for, there's barely any room for interpretation in any stories. It's like, it's kind of just like, Hey, Take it or leave it. This is Take it or leave it. We did a thing on this and this is where it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm ready for more. But anyway, so yeah, you, you've got, uh, we've got some more. So Joe's going to talk about. Um, yeah, this is just a short little tag to put at the end of it. And it does wrap up pretty closely to what we're talking about right now, because I have an update on the, the Pentagon release tapes that happened on our original UAP video about what their explanations and their details on it further. We told you we give you an update. We gave you an update you know, a month after that, and they really hadn't told us much more than that. They just kind of released more papers with a bunch of blacked out, you know, highly classified stuff, which is always semi-useful. I guess they say, hey, we have those things. You can't really read them, but just know we have them. You can't look at them though. It's like, okay, thanks. I don't know. It's kind of like showing somebody, hey, I have a letter from your friend. I can't show you it, but just know they wrote you something. It's like, oh, thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Hmm. Barely anything. I wanted to show the folks first a, um, uh, a map of ufo sightings it's the most current map i could find and this is the united states of america so this one's got a wow can you see yeah. the heat map of uh, mm-hmm. ufo sightings so obviously we have some and um yeah new mexico famously some of them around here we got so a lot of them the big swath around the uh eastern seaboard here and you know they they basically match up with major metropolitan areas so it's hard to really give anything yeah they are where the people are that's more of a map of where people are but i think it is interesting at least the fact that people have been um 
you know, reporting these. And there's some, you know, in the middle of nowhere, like in Montana and stuff where you're like, okay, I mean, look at this hot zone in Idaho. I mean, there's a lot of sightings and there's not a major metropolitan area around there, you know, so you never know about all that. That's our current update. Here. I'd be looking at those ones because Joe, um, you know, based off this map, I think me and you live in a hot spot. And have you ever seen a UFO? <laughs> the entire state. Uh, yeah, I have seen objects that were flying that I've, I've been unable to identify, but I would not consider them aliens. What do you mean? Because well, I've seen I've seen bright lights in the sky that fly by me, and I go, "Oh, is that a satellite? Is it a planet?" Is moving kind of weird. It doesn't look like a plane because the plane would have blinking lights, but it but it is kind of moving like that. I've never seen things shift back and forth like you know vigorously to the point that I'd be considering my sanity. But uh, as far as me considering a UFO sighting that I've seen in the natural classic sense of the word, no, I've never seen a UFO. But you've actually seen something that you cannot identify. Sure, yeah, I've I've deigned a guess to identify. I've never said. I have no possible explanation this what this would could be. It's just, it's just, I don't know what it is. Like, I've usually been like, that looks weird. Like, it looks like it's a plane, but it's moving like that. So it might just be a satellite. I usually just back hmm. down and go, it's probably a satellite. Um, but yeah, sure. I've seen some weird, like, flying things with, with lights on. And I go, I don't know. Doesn't look like a plane. Doesn't look like a planet. Doesn't look like a shooting star. Must be a satellite. But yeah, it's unidentified in that way. But I, like I said, I wouldn't make the jump to say, since I can't tell what it is, maybe no one can but if i brought you out there right now and we both laid on our backs in the grass and it went up and i said hey what's that and i know what it is Mm -hmm. and i so spoiler alert it's a satellite i very clearly i can identify that yeah you would you would you would definitely know that joe right yes i would okay so you've seen something so as someone who can identify a satellite as someone who can identify an airplane on approach, as someone who can identify a, um, and by airplane on approach, you can be 50 miles from Logan and see see very see things that look like UFOs, but they're actually just landing lights. But because of your angle, it's a little strange. And right. then helicopters and these things or whatever and the blinking, you've got all that stuff down, and you've still seen some things that you still go, I don't know. No. No, I, I'm just trying to do the most base definition of it. There has been many objects that are flying that I have been unable to identify within complete accuracy. I will always assume that was probably a helicopter that I couldn't see the, the lights blinking. It was probably a satellite that was moving in a way that I wasn't um, you know, very familiar with. I will put it more naturally to you. I've never seen a, a, a UFO in the way that people would commonly use it in their parlance. I've seen things that I haven't been able to identify, but it's not the fact that I was like, I have no idea what that is. I have ideas about what it is, but I'm no expert on aerial, you know, craft or their lighting. And sometimes I would see something be like, that's ah, moving kind of strangely. And then you give it a double take or you're like, I don't really know what that's all about. And I'm not sure what it is, but I never would back down to the point of being like, well, I have no idea what that is. And I probably don't think anyone does. It's so strange. I mean, the, the, the stories we've been telling and the videos we've been showing, I've never seen anything like that. Well, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Um, this might come as a surprise to you, but there's in the history of my entire life, I have never seen something I couldn't explain. Well, I, I that's not that much of a surprise to me because this particular subject matter, as interested as we are in it, you are 
more well versed in the ins and outs of aerial travel and the lights and sounds and movements that go along with it. So I would think that when you're out in the woods at nighttime, being not a park ranger and not a biologist and not particularly invested in, I mean, obviously you're a big nature guy. You love all that shit, but I would think that if we had like a jeopardy round and it came down to aerial craft and biology, I would beat you at the biology quiz and you'd beat me at the aerial craft quiz. Right. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Right. So therefore like you might see more things and be like, that was probably a Mothman. And I might see more things and be like, that might be a spacecraft, even though I wouldn't think either of them were true, but I'm more likely that that happens. So I think that when you do see things in the sky, you are more adept at identifying them and being like, well, even if I don't know exactly what it is, it's probably this is probably that here's all mm-hmm. the explanations for it rather than me where I'm like, I'm not really sure why that doesn't have blinking lights on the left and right side. And it's moving a certain way, mm. but I'm not willing to jump to the fact that it's an alien spacecraft, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to identify it in much the fashion that you would be able to. Makes sense. You know I mean? Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm looking and I've, 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 as much as I want to see UFO, I've still never have. Right. Um, Nothing, nothing even remote, nothing even fucking close, but, but my, uh, and I would my, actually guess that the majority yeah. overwhelming majority of people who have claimed to have seen UFOs, or in fact, maybe even have seen them do not have the base level expertise that you have on what's going on in this guy. At no way. Time, yeah, exactly. You're which right. Would sway the results of that greatly. Yeah, no question. Um, however, my, uh, I have um, my grandfather, I brought this up before, but he apparently saw a UFO land around Exeter, New Hampshire, and it was in the paper, in the Landing. newspaper. Wow. That's yeah. It's actually, it actually landed near where my mother grew up. And I cross-triangulated this with one of my dad's friends who's from Exeter. And then he also had reports of that story as well. So like there's a whole bunch of people in Exeter who have had a cigar shaped UFO land in a field near there that my grandfather saw. And then same with like his family too. Like people actually had this, this actual thing happen, which is strange. Exeter is where Betty and Barney Hill lived. They uh, were abducted. I mean, if there's ever a hot zone, it should be Betty and Barney Hills. Right. They're from Exeter, but they were, both of them were abducted in the White Mountains near, in Lincoln, New Hampshire. Um, but that was an area, and my mom grew up in that area. So, like, um, that was interesting, and it was in the paper. So, um, so I do have ancestors who have seen things they couldn't explain in person close up. But for me, no, not even, nothing even, nothing in my life have, it, like, I've even seen and been like, is that? I'm like, there's just no. Like yeah. the closest thing I saw was that like, you know, 50 miles from Logan Airport. If you look at if there's a change in the approach pattern, sometimes you see um you'll see multiple very bright lights face you and then change direction, then go away. It looks like they're just like a bright light, then it just disappears. Bright light disappears, bright light disappears. Yeah. The airplane's turning. So you see the light heading at you, then you can't see it. And then it goes away. So you see bright lights shine and go away, shine, go away. Again, for shine, the common citizen, you might be like, that's very strange. I know what an airplane looks like in the sky. Yeah. I know what it looks like. It didn't look like that. When you hear the interviews like that, it's like, I believe you believe that. But it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you know what the fuck's going on at all. Because you don't even know that airplanes turn. So you're already discredited. Exactly. And that was an uncommon approach because of uh, tra- a traffic pattern changed because of... Um, 
a runway change, uh, something on the runway, weather, whatever it is. So they typically in that area wouldn't do that. So no one yeah, ever you saw even that. Say, I know what it looks like because I live here. I see I live all the here. time. Yeah, exactly. So, but we're far out. Where this is, this was like around Bolton. So it was like yeah, far that's not near away. Any where like, but Bolton, yeah, but Bolton is so close to Logan when you're going 200 miles an hour. So like, that's a good point. Um, yeah. So like, it's like we've never seen this before. What is that? It's like, well, there was there's some 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 strange change of pattern of you know incoming aircraft into Logan, which is you know super super busy. Um, so people get think it's nuts, and it's like, oh, it's very clearly airplanes going across the horizon that you with with their landing gear down with their landing lights on mm -hmm. so but i'm sure the people in brazil uh, closest i ever got than you yeah. do uh, anyway i have two more things to tag up for you Let's do it. Thing. yeah one of the things i actually think this is genuinely uh fascinating and it, it came out in the news i'm not actually i'm not even gonna make it i'll, I'll make it big because this is actual footage from like a security camera this is in china you should always make it big make it big and uh, what this is, is it went on for, I think, around 14 days. These are sheep Damn. in a farm in China. And what they were doing is they were continuously walking in a circle and they had no explanation for it. And the sheep would not stop doing it for about two weeks. They kept going. Look at them all. Yeah, what the I mean, fuck is that about? I mean, this looks like some kind of UFO I don't know what it what is. It's like some kind of the like crop circle. The sheep keep going around in circles. And they said it was for not like an hour or two hours. That would have freaked me out enough. But for weeks at a time, they couldn't get him to stop doing this. Imagine if you said edibles and then saw this. Like, I mean, it's terrifying. But they're, they're I'd be honest. like, what in the fuck is going on with this? And why are yeah. some of the sheep, if this some is infrared, just standing, but they're but if, all... if this is infrared, why are some of them hot and some of them cold? It's not infrared. It's, it's night okay. vision. All right, just night vision. Um, but it's a sun from a black. That's what I'm yeah. saying. If this was yeah. infrared, that would be cool um, yeah, yeah, what isn't the, that weird? What the hell is that about? Yeah. Uh, so they didn't know what was going on for multiple 12 days straight. It kind of struck me as like one of those classic like alien movies where like, you know how animals get crazy. Sense. Yeah, or like you look at, at the cornfield and the dog starts barking. You're like, what? It's nothing. It's nothing. But they, they just know it before you do. And mm -hmm. the sheep walking around in a circle for two weeks straight You're like they know something that we don't and that they leave that perfect circle you know in the ground and they keep walking yeah, around. yeah yeah and i was like what's all about that and yeah. what it ended up being was a parasite that got in their brain that caused them to what? continue this motor function which was a, a combination of the parasite happening and the classic um tendency of sheep to herd together so that's why it's so easy to lead 300 sheep through a meadow because they, they as part of their natural behavior of survival, they will pack and swarm together or form a herd. Mm -hmm. So some of these sheep had this neurological problem through this parasite and they were spreading it to other sheep and they started walking around in circles, not knowing what's going on. And the other sheep were like, well, I don't know. This guy's going that Okay, way. we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they all started doing it for me. They had to, you know, give autopsies on their brains to figure out that these sheep were, uh, you know, affected with this. But I don't mad know. Sheep I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe when China tells us we have mad sheep disease. Who knows what they know? They they, they, they lie to the international community all the time. They could have just had this happen and got out and they go, oh, yeah, it was, a, it was a parasite that made them all swarm for 14 days. I don't know that to be true. Maybe it is or maybe... They don't want us to know something that happened there. Can't tell you. Crazy. Yeah, wish I knew.
Alan. And finally, I did look further into the the Pentagon report of these the initial UAP disclosure, and all it does is tie it into what you just said before. You're we talking about final thoughts, which, which is that they had multiple explanations for it. Which is why didn't you have that before you disclosed it? Because some of these videos are years old. Some of them are new. Um, the one in particular where he catches the the flying rod and he goes, got it. And it's, it's going so fast over the water. They said that was an optical illusion that happens when two aircraft are going different ways over uh, the surface of water makes mm-hmm. it look like it's going further. A couple other one they identified mm-hmm. as hot air balloons and still more. They say it was an effect of uh, the optical resolution of tracking systems in military aircraft, which I cannot confirm or deny. I don't know how they work, but I sure I know that like every once in a while you have, a, you know, your identification on your camera or whatever, or just even the flash of a light, you know, you, when you squint your eyes in your car and it goes, it looks like a diamond, how it flashes up like that. Mm-hmm. You would never say a street light looks like a diamond, but if you take a picture in the rain in your car, you go, it looks like this. Just sure does. Yeah. As far as the eye can see. So I assume that's what they're saying is that under the tracking camera, it looks more like a saucer, but it's just a uh, relic. They would say of okay. the aircraft there so okay. that, sure. that to me it, yeah it's some kind of explanation for what's going on but it doesn't satisfy me whatsoever because if you could have done that beforehand why disclose it if you did disclose it and now you're trying to identify it to kind of shoo it away that's also another question to bring up like what's the point of that is that's just to kind of flex your muscles and say hey there's some things that are strange because you guys all think they're real but i'm showing you the things that are strange and i'm going to disprove it to make you kind of settle yourself down and even with all that in tow, let's say that all those explanations are solid and they're accurate, even though they showed them now, they still didn't explain all the videos. There's still some they say they have no explanation for. So I can't really track the motivation there, but color me still highly suspicious about the whole thing one way or the other. I don't know if they're trying to cover up alien activity, but I do know that there's ulterior motives to disclosing classified videos to the public and they aren't for our freedoms. They aren't to let us know, you know, what's really going on because they just feel compelled to, to be part of the American democratic experiment. And just, you know what, this is going to hurt us. It's going to hurt our government, but we just have to show the people this is the right thing to do. I know for a fact, that's not what it is. Everything else up for debate, but I know it's not out of the goodness of their own hearts for the uh, democracy of America. That's, that's all I fucking know about it. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Sounds like some project bullshit. Project bullshit. Project <laughs> Blue Book bullshit to me. It sounds like like oh, it's swamp gas. I'm just getting those vibes big yeah, time. Swamp, swamp gas. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Big time getting those vibes. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. But I just thought it'd be worth updating what what the Pentagon said about those tapes that they are now kind of walking back. Which is why even bother walking them forward? That I I just don't do. I don't get it. Yeah. But yeah, so if you if you have nothing more about that, I'd love to go into final thoughts now. Yeah, no, I got nothing more about that. Um, so I'm happy to uh, start off final thoughts. Uh, greetings. This is a message from Jordan Peterson, esteemed intellectual and author, uh, for all the listeners of the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Uh, your values are way off. You need to really reconsider what type of media you're listening to because... The amalgamation of all the media you listen to really does uh, affect your outward mood and also your life choices. Uh, This podcast is totally off. It's promoting uh, unmasculine values, uh, homosexuality, 
and uh, it's going against God. And um, and now that's not my choice, but my understanding about God is uh, it's well beyond the pale. If you, if you do the research and you and you literally look inward, you find that a lot of these messages, this crude crude language messaging, uh, jokes about phallic symbols and things like this, this is juvenile. It simply is. And uh, I would like to put a message out there to all you listeners to simply shut it off. It, it's not worth it uh, when you think about the implications of listening to the podcast in the future. Uh, and I've listened to the podcast. I've listened to the broadcast of the podcast. And, if, and that's what it is. It, it's, it's a podcast broadcast. It simply is. You can take it at face value. What it is, and I think we all should just uh, take a moment, look inward, and shut it off. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, when the cows come home, when the chickens come home to roost, uh, it's really not worth it. So, uh, thank you. And uh, go ahead over to my podcast, the Jordan B. Peterson podcast, and buy my book, My Dad Never Loved Me and Never Will. I think that I'm very interested to uh, to discover more about other intercontinental UFO sightings that are getting less attention as disclosure becomes universal. We've got Brazil, we got upcoming Mexico City, we've got Asia, we got all sorts of shit going on here in the basement and. Um, and um, I really appreciate how the Brazilian government uh, filtered these down to like under 10. Like we've got under 10's fucking solid ones that we have experts who have been like, you know, credible. There's no video doctoring, no this, no that. Whatever this is, it's not. Yeah, like you said they kind of filtered it down. They didn't just show all of them. Like, right, here. Yeah, the, exactly. They didn't just like have yeah. all this shit. You know, no, no, like, oh, we've had 10 million thousand ufo reports in 2018 and we've had one percent of them them. exactly nice keep it going joe um and one percent of them are credible it's like no here's here's actually eight of them that are like fucking legit as fuck so i appreciate that and my um uh my opinion on these type of things is that i'm ready as fuck for the aliens to land on the white house lawn so we can just get this over with Get it over with. Ready. Let's just, it's time. We've got it. We've got enough evidence. We got enough proof. This shit's going on. You know, it's probably a lot more complex than we can probably think about because it's, it's like if, you know, imagine Mars has no idea that Earth exists and we've got SpaceX, China, Russia, and NASA all launching shit. I feel like everything, all the things that we're seeing are like multiple different uh, places, you know? So, like, one of them is going to land and we're thinking that they represent the entire alien species throughout billions and billions of other fucking universes. It's like, right. no, it's probably each one that lands is like a different state in the United States. It's like, Oh, Massachusetts landed here, you know, like yeah. there it's, but anyway, so whoever gets here first is obviously going to be the most successful, meaning probably the most mean, but like, um, I'm, uh, let's just let's just get it let's just let's take this this human experience to the next level um let's just get it over with let's just get get right to the bottom of all this stuff it's not going to harm anything uh, this mass dissipation of religion especially in the united states is happening 
no one's going to be like, oh my God, like it's going to be shocking, but it's really honestly not going to be that bad. Hell fucking yeah. Even as far as like the, the panic, uh, the mass panic goes. Yeah, mass panic in the 50s would have been bad because this this directly opposes what, what the Bible says and yeah. the, all these other things. But now everyone's kind of just like, you know, whatever at this point, like we've <laughs> shit's been blown up. We're all paying $20 of fucking meal for food mm-hmm. uh rents insane religions bullshit and uh all these yeah, things everyone's pretty much like all right whatever the aliens want to come hopefully they can bring us something that'll help <laughs> yeah definitely it's a fucking mess here <laughs> i hear that for sure i think you brought up a good point about the the visitation of it which is that like oh yeah it's like every you know there's multiple space programs in in the you know earth alone so if one landed, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the emissary for billions of galaxies and billions, yeah. of trillions of planets all together. I think that's a good point. You said, oh, it could be, it's like the States could be Massachusetts landed or Louisiana <clears throat> landed or whatever. But even more than that, it could be any planet and it could be any member of any planet. I mean, imagine if China and the United States tried to make the first contact. Those are just two different cultures from the same planet. So, I mean, you can't imagine how many different kind of places could land in here at once. Um but that being said, none of them have had a really huge impact on us, whether or not they are truly extraterrestrials, whether or not they want to be seen. There's always the chance that they are these silent observers that mm-hmm. have only been cl- glimpsed so slightly. And, you know, if you really don't want to be seen, you could fly an SR-71 over the Amazon rainforest. And I'm pretty sure a lot of the uncontacted tribes there wouldn't call you out on it and say, hey, get your spy planes out of here. They wouldn't really know what it was that went over there because they're not familiar with that technology and that could be what we're seeing on earth when we see those cigar shaped things fly back and forth they could not be wanting to be seen we just only see a glimpse of what's actually going on there but as far as actual extraterrestrial contact i would have to assume like all humans do that it goes like what we already know and what we already know about new civilizations greeting civilizations that are not as technologically advanced it's usually very noticeable very loud and very world-changing and that might not be their sense because unlike humans which we're basing all our history on aliens are not humans so it's really anything we think about what's going to look like when aliens actually do get here we might be so very wrong because we're basing it all on how humans do it but if it goes like humans I don't think they're quietly going to be crashing somewhere and having us steal their magnesium and getting away from it. They're going to say, Hey, we're here yep. <laughs> and we're going to change your whole fucking thing out. So I don't actually think that any of these things are visitations um, unless they really are wanting to be very stealthy about it and not be seen. And on that level, they're not being that stealthy about it. I've talked about in the past before in the podcast that if you have the technology to traverse the stars and the way that we could fly a jetliner around planet earth, you probably are pretty good at hiding your signature or observing without being seen at all. So it draws the comparison to the, maybe this is, they want to be seen in some way. Maybe that you're dropping hints kind of kind of like a, a, a person watching an anthill and dropping a few crumbs down. The ants don't know you're watching them and talking about them and writing a book about them, but they will see the crumbs and they'll think, what's this? Oh, it's food. What's going on here? Maybe that's really what it is, but I ultimately don't know what's going on here, but I don't think that any of us do. And as far as the government disclosure thing goes, 
that just adds more questions to me because like we stated before, I don't think that they're showing it out of the kindness of their own heart. So either they don't know and they're mm. showing us out of some kind of fetching quest or some fishing exercise, or they're trying to show us that maybe you guys all think this shit exists. So if we don't say anything about it, you might think we're liars. So we'll give you a little bit of the food and make, make you think like, okay, we, we're hearing you. We're hearing you. Here's what goes. But at the same time, they're trying to explain it all away without even saying what it is. So it just draws more questions to me. And that's maybe the most fascinating thing about UFOs in general. And why on this podcast, as far as all the extra paranormal or paraterrestrial things, whatever we want to call these things, this one hits me the most because I think out of the likelihood of anything that's strange on this podcast we talk about existing, I think this is the number one with a bullet most likely and almost impossible to not exist as far as it it goes. I don't think that the Loch Ness Monster is going to come up and steal your tree fitty. I don't think that the old farmer who used to live in your house 200 years ago is sitting there and staring at you when you're sleeping. But the likelihood of the billions upon billions upon brazillions of planets that exist in our universe to have zero life or zero intelligent life starting at any part of the timeline between when earth started or perhaps many years before that seems nearly impossible to me i think they got to be out there and maybe they're here now hard to say yeah well said joe i uh actually agree with everything you're saying the only thing I want to add that I didn't think about because you mentioned it is that I think maybe if if the government is putting these breadcrumbs out there, like you said, it's part yeah. of it's part of the desensitization 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 of disclosure. So we're disclosing disclosing the UFO thing slowly over fifty years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're getting you breadcrumbs of things so we can all take it in and realize that for when the big day does come, we're not that fucking surprised. Whereas if this just blew everyone's goddamn socks off after 50 years of being strict Orthodox fucking Christians and they mm-hmm. go, well, the fucking aliens are here and they're going to be at your job. You know, this is, right, this is right. letting everyone know that this is probably the possibility. This is most likely likely to happen in your lifetime and get fucking used to it yeah that's a good point too because there's a lot of examples of that in our culture mm-hmm. with just get people used to the idea before you drop it on them and it's, it's, it's not a bad idea it's just um no, the more time that goes on and the more technology we have for observing it it's it's not up or shut up time it's like the bigfoot thing it's like Everyone has a phone in their pocket now. So there should be more UFO sightings than ever. There should be more information than ever about it. And the breadcrumbs should start getting and turn into full loaves or it's either there are aliens and we've never seen one. And that was all complete utter bullshit. And the more we know about it, the, the better we should know. Or like you said, they're, they're just trying to prep us for it because they know the, the result would be uh, a paradigm shift. And, you know, major powers really are in, to paradigm shifts very much they like stable uh, yeah keep it the same so that very well could be it don't you might be right about that yeah exactly so that's all i get joe anything else no i think that's so we got for our latest uap ufo update here at the dillinger basement podcast
That's it. The uh, Brazilian vagina UFO update from the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next week. We're approaching episode 70, which is going to be a hot smoking fucking burning boner episode. You, you know guys should is. be fucking pumped as fuck for that. And we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, Dylan go Joe. check out the website. We'll put the newest episode up there, too. Check out the website. See you guys next week. We love you. Live long and prosper, Facebook. That they said we actually have absolutely no fucking goddamn clue what these are. We've had a butt fucking load of experts take a look at these yeah. and they say it's fucked. Yeah, and we're going to talk about those videos today because no one else is talking about them right now. This just fucking happened. Yeah. Wow. Dude, you got to get. And, and I think that the, the modern man should be more uh, softer spoken and maybe have a higher pitch and smaller testicles like I do. And then maybe be smarter unless like a Neanderthal. Yeah. But the ones that can come here and rape you um <laughs> Jesus are are actually able to be put on the Pirog table. I'm glad I brought it up because So I'm just saying, no, no, I did not point. just make I did not just like go, oh, this is funny. No, no, nothing I'm doing is like that. Sometimes it is, but most times not. <laughs> That's a hundred percent custom. Jokes about phallic symbols and things like this. This is juvenile. It simply is. Fucking legit as fuck.